Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes at the Hanover Theater. Today, we are going back to high school and we are checking out what it's like to be in the Mean Girls Tour. And today, we have the pleasure of talking to Lindsay Heather Pierce. <laughs> um, let's talk about the character you play and when you joined the tour. Oh man, uh, I'm Lindsay Heather Pierce. I play the unbelievable Janice Sarkissian uh, on the Mean Girls National Tour. And I joined the tour, oh gosh, um, I think I flew out officially, I think on the 23rd of May, um, but I started rehearsals the week prior to that. So um, it's still, I'm still new. I'm, I'm the fresh meat of the school right now, but um, it's been awesome. It's been a really great time so far. Yeah, and you are no stranger to Broadway. You are fresh off of Wicked. You were playing Alphaba, and mm -hmm. um, people are just totally obsessed with your um, portrayal, portrayal of Alphaba. And so I, first off, right off the bat, I was just like, so excited to talk to you because who doesn't love Wicked, whose life wasn't changed by oh. Elba and her story. So I had mm -hmm. to start off with this question, and this is a question from one of our interns as well, Chris. What, is, what has that transition been like from Elba to Janice? Um, well, we now call it the Elphaba to Janice pipeline because the Janice before me, the original tour Janice was the incredible Mary Kate Morrissey, who was Elphaba on the first or no, the second national tour. Um, and I don't think, I don't think there's a lot of distance between the two. Um, I think that they're pretty similar in like creed and, uh, energy. I think the only thing is Elphaba would never trick her best friend into ruining someone else's life. That's a bit of a Glinda move. Um, so <laughs> I, think, um, I think besides that, I mean, you know, they're outspoken, they're artistic, they're driven, um, loyal maybe to a fault, um, maybe a little like moving with tunnel vision at some times where you're like, you can't see, you know, the forest for the trees or whatever that saying is. Um, but all in all, kind of badass and great, you know? I mean, just the best characters ever. So that's, yeah. those are my takeaways. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I could see Janice singing Defying Gravity and I feel like I could see, <laughs> I feel like I could see Janice, you know, um, you know, fitting into that role well. And I feel like Elphaba would be singing, you know, I'd rather be me. There would be a yeah, Freaky I think, Friday moment there that would work out well. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, I think you know, Alphaba's no stranger to being like the art freak of shiz. And I think Janice is no stranger to being like the froggy ferny cabbage. <laughs> I think she gets it. I think they both get it. Um, I think there's just like a, there's a, a different kind of maturity in Alphaba that I don't think Janice has um, reached yet. Right. Um, but that also just means that she can just, Janice is just having the most fun all the time because all bets are off when that wig and those boots go on. They're just <laughs> the best. Oh my God. And this is like, this is such an iconic character, but if, yeah. if I am an alien, if I am totally unfamiliar with Broadway, if I'm totally unfamiliar with Mean Girls, what is this story mm -hmm. about? Mean Girls is about a group of students, a junior class of students in Chicago at a school called North Shore High. 
we follow specifically our lead character is Katie Heron, and she is a transferred homeschool student. She's being homeschooled by her parents in Africa studying wildlife. So it's kind of following her journey entering into the jungle that is high school. And um, without any social skills, she has no idea how to, there's a line where she doesn't know how to break into the pack of high school and uh, compares high school to wildlife and, um, uh, you know, the, the hierarchy, the, the pecking order, the food chain that is high school. And um, she is befriended by two very uh, quirky characters <laughs> named Damien and Janice. Damien's the musical theater freak, Janice is the art freak, together they are art freaks. And uh, then we meet the Plastics, who is the, basically the group of the most popular girls in school led by the Queen Bee, Regina George. And we find out that Janice and Regina um, have a kind of a dark past together. And um, eventually the, the, these two convince Katie to uh, band together. They make like an alliance essentially and vow to kind of take down Regina George. So it's kind of what happens when you dethrone a queen and then maybe another queen takes their place. Maybe it's yeah. Katie and how the and how that happens and how quickly the hierarchy of high school can shift. Um, I love I love in Mean Girls that there is like a slight like Julius Caesar like plot line. Very like, much so like e, very e, <laughs> e two brute for sure. Major E2 Brute. Major, major, major. <laughs> Every time I watch it or when I'm explaining it to people who maybe still haven't seen the movie, I'm always like, mm -hmm. have you ever seen Julius Caesar? Okay, Julius Caesar in high school plus, mm -hmm. <laughs> plus drama. Which is funny because in the movie, um, Gretchen Wieners does an entire paper about Julius Caesar and how Julius Caesar is Regina George. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so it's, yes. It's like spot on. Everyone should just stab Caesar. Yes, um, absolutely. Totally, totally. Yeah, <laughs> truly 100% spot on. And I mean, this show is just like filled with heavy, heavy hitters. Like yeah. obviously the book writer is Tina Fey, incredible comedian. She did 30 Rock and so many other things. The composer, Jeff Richmond, Unbreakable mm -hmm. Kimmy Schmidt. I mean, what a show. I miss it. It was incredible. Mm -hmm. I watched the whole thing. Um, lyricist is uh, Nell Benjamin with Legally Blonde and director mm -hmm. Nicola with the Book of Mormon. I mean, how could you, how could you get mm -hmm. better than that? It's, it is, it is, concocted, it is concocted in such an artful way and it is just, it's, it's a box office smash. Yeah, it's so fun. Now, what about Mean Girls drew you to this role, to wanting this place with Janice? Well, I'd always, um, I always have loved the movie. The movie came out on my birthday um, in 2003. And I, I have a distinct memory of going and seeing it. And I just loved Janice. I loved the hair. I loved, like in the film, just her clips and her dark hair and her skirts and her converse and her, you know, her mesh like gloves. I just loved it. I loved her. And that was who I wanted to be when I was young. And um, I just wanted to live loud and 100% myself and not care. And I, I didn't have the courage to do so. Um, I, I didn't want to be a follower. And uh, I, when the musical came out, the music was just so fun. Um, 
And I remember seeing like some, I think performances on like Jimmy Fallon and, you know, the Tony performances. And I was like, God, this just seems so much fun. And these, you know, these showrunners for this show are amazing and the cast is incredible. And, um, you know, they've somehow turned the movie into like a, a good musical. And um, while I was still in Wicked, it, uh, an audition came through my pipeline in uh, like, Feb, like mid-February, I think. And um, it was for Janice. And I was like, no way. Cause that's like, a, that's a dream. And I've never toured before. So I was like, that would just be an incredible, if I could, like, I, if I can even like dream for one second that I could book this and go from this to go from wicked to mean girls, that would just be unreal. And thank God it worked. Thank God it happened. <laughs> um, I just, it just felt like home and singing the songs and the, you know, doing the scenes and the audition just felt awesome and it was just a tape and I truly I sent the tape in and didn't think anything I was like people don't watch tapes apparently they watched that one thank god and um and I did a couple more auditions and it just I really I didn't want to let myself hope for it because sometimes you feel like you jinx yourself and you get a little let down or like it's not the right time and it's not the right you know you're not the right person for the the part at the time and think I'll never forget I was I was about to head to the Gershwin to go do a show and my agent called me to let me know um like early March like first week of March that I booked the tour she was like do you want to go on tour with Mean Girls and I was like stop it yes <laughs> um get out of here which is how she broke the wicked news to me as well when I found out I booked wicked in 20 uh, January 2020 I she was like, how do you feel about moving to New York to play Elphaba in Wicked on Broadway? And I was like, I will crash this car right now. Facts <laughs> are packed. I'm out. messing with me like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out. I'm, I'm good. I'm going. Um, so it just, you know, I think, I think it came in and I think it was, I think it was just the best thing to do after doing a show like Wicked. Um, you know, I just think I was in like a working mindset and I think, I don't, I, again, I don't think these two characters are very far removed from one another. So it feels kind of like a gentle ease out of Elphaba into something slightly different, but still kind of in the same wheelhouse. So it's fun. I will say you make me mad. And if you treat me bad, I'll say you're bad. And if I eat alone from this moment on, that's just what I'll do. Because I'd rather be me. I'd rather be me. I'd rather. and care share here's the way that that turns out we always understand how to slap someone down with our underhand so here's my mean girls came out on your birthday because mean mm -hmm. girls day october 3rd is my birthday so oh my god my that's life, hilarious <laughs> most of my life that's i've fantastic. had people go it's it's october 3rd it's october 3rd, it's october 3rd. <laughs> yep. which it just solidifies like this movie is so special to so many people and the fact that it was transferred to Broadway and then I've heard rumblings of the Broadway version coming to film so it'll be yeah. movie turned musical turned movie again um, I know I think I, I think, think that's gonna be a blast yes it absolutely if it, if it happens it's gonna be amazing yeah <laughs> I I I'm all for it I am 100% in. I will be in that theater and it'll be fantastic. But first, mm -hmm. it'll be here in Worcester on October mm -hmm. 11th through 16th. 
So not exactly on Mean Girls Day, but just after. Sure. So the spirit is still there. Close. Yeah. <laughs> Close we'll still haunt you in the, in the October month. <laughs> yes. Yes. Forever. Um, so between the movie and the musical, what are some of the key differences? I know that social media is one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously the, the, the movie came out in a time where we still just had flip phones and maybe like a sidekick or two, but uh, for those who remember what the sidekick phones were. Um, uh, so it was a, less of like a text era and more of like a land, like there's a whole scene where there's an entire call in the film that takes place on landlines um, and like handheld landlines, which just seems archaic now, <laughs> which is wild. It was only what, like 20 years ago or something like that, um, which is also again, backbreaking to think about um oh, no. <laughs> i i was like to me it's like oh no that was 10 years ago and it's like no that was 20 years ago and you're like cool 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 anyway my back hurts now um <laughs> but i uh i i think the the difference is is um off the cuff you know the the movie was like funny and like raunchy is not the right word but whatever a good synonym is for raunchy is like the it just like is like just tastefully ridiculous and huge and out there and almost it's like towing the line of out of line but not quite out of line and I think mm -hmm. the musical does the same thing um but in a more modern sense and um you get to know Janice and Damien a little bit more in the musical and um the, they're the narrators they are the narrators of the musical whereas in the movie Katie is the narrator and um I kind of love that. I kind of love that Janice and Damien are welcoming in the freshmen. Like you as the audience are freshmen coming into theater. And we are like, before you enter this high school, let us tell you a tale of what not to do, including what we've done. And so we do the entire show. And then at the very end, we um, give them one last piece of advice before the final number. And it, it's just kind of a really great way to bookend um, the show and uh i think you just get a little more opportunity to zoom in on characters like regina you get to know her a little bit more they the show really humanizes a lot of characters that don't get a lot of time um that they would normally get uh you know i think the film is unbelievable but i feel like you really are with katie during the entire film whereas in the musical you get to know gretchen and you get to know Karen and you get to know Regina and you kind of fall in love with these people. There's, you know, there's definitely villains, but, um, and everyone's mean, that's the thing. It's not just the plastics. You find out that mean is a lot of colors and, um, and it's just great. I think it's really awesome. And, um, you also get an incredible ensemble where, like you, we still have Glenn Coco. Obviously, you can't do it without Glenn Coco. Of course, we've got we've got Trang Pack. You know, we've got Crying Girl in the in the auditorium. Um, we've got you know Shane Oman. We have Coach Carr. We've got a lot of these great Mrs. Norberry. You know, we have all these great characters um, that are still there. But we also get like the added bonus of a full ensemble, which I also think the film does really well. That you get a lot of the interviews with these different characters being like Regina George wore army pants and flip flops. So I wore army pants and flip flops. You know, we have moments like that, but these, 
I've never seen an ensemble do what this ensemble does. They're dancing and they're acrobatics and they never stop moving. They're pushing set pieces around. I mean, sometimes I just want to give them a hug and thank them for their work because they're just so incredible. And um, I think it's just awesome. I think it's a real look into how fun and terrifying high school can be. Yeah. So those, those are the major differences, I would say. It's just a staple in popular culture <laughs> for, mm -hmm. for, for so long. And it really I, is. I have to know, what is your favorite Mean Girls line? Like when you're going through your gifts to like respond to the group chat, what do you go for? Oh gosh. Um, I really, you know, there's, there's one that's not a line, but there's, it's, it's just an image of, of, it's like a little gif image and there's no line attached to it that I think is unbelievably hilarious and it's applicable to everything. And it's when everyone's visiting Regina at home in like her hospice bed and she's in her spinal halo and she's kind of drugged out and she's just half-heartedly smiling and waving at everyone. <laughs> I was like, that is, that if that's not me after a two show day, I don't know what is like, just, just kind of a little, a little bedridden, a little in pain, kind of high off the experience and just very happy to be there. Um, it's really funny. And it's just Rachel McAdams in that bed, just smiling and waving. And I think it's hilarious, but I also, um, uh, I really love Danny DeVito. I love your work. I think that's just the best. I think anything Damien says is just like, delicious um also say crack again crack i love that yeah i love that one say crack again crack i just think it's so funny and i love the relationship between those two so anything that's janice and damien i just i can't get enough of i think my go-to is she doesn't even go here but i also love the yep. it's not my fault you're obsessed with me or something yeah um, yeah I, it's not like, my fault you're like in love with me or something yes, yeah yes that one um that has yeah. to be a personal favorite of mine well, mm -hmm. um, I just want to circle back to you and your career before you come to the Hanover Theater in Worcester for the very first time. We are so excited to have you. I'm uh, so excited. Yes, it's going to be so great. And I can't wait for you to see the city and bring all of that wonderful Mean Girls energy here. Um, but let's talk a little bit about you and what led you here. We obviously talked about Wicked, but what have you done before this role? I'm seeing Glee on your bio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. Um, my first really big job was Glee Project, which then uh, launched me into Glee. Um, and that was a really cool experience. That was, talk about a wonderful fan base. Um, really, really diehard, really, really passionate and uh, just uh, unreal. I mean, what a great introduction into the television and film industry. Uh, to basically be doing musical theater on TV. Um, that was like a really great learning opportunity. And I, I was really humbled by Glee Project and Glee. And um, I was, I think I was 19 and 20 when I did those projects and in that work. And I moved to LA and I had the added benefit of knowing people in LA because I'd done Glee Project and Glee. <clears throat> and so I didn't totally move to a city not knowing anyone and being kind of, you know, alone. Um, so that was great, and uh, and I lived in LA for almost eleven years, I think it was, and um, I did theater there. We did the Bear Los Angeles revival of that show, and you know, did the regional premiere of Spring Awakening, and um, I just got to be a part of really amazing projects. For the record, I mean, it just 
I, I'm really grateful that, um, I've hopped from like these incredible puddles, like puddle to puddle. Um, and you know, I did, I did the grind that all actors do and that I may likely do again one day where it's, you know, serving tables or waiting, you know, hosting or, you know, being a hostess and during the day and auditioning when you can and, you know, going to rehearsal at night and it's just the actor grind. I've done all of it and it's all incredible. And, um, some of my favorite jobs I've ever done were not equity jobs. Um, some of the best experiences and the best people I've ever met were working non-union and, and, you know, community theater productions where you're getting paid like in drink tickets or $15 a show. You're getting paid peanuts, but you're there cause you love it. Um, it's been the best I've gotten, you know, I've gotten to do incredible TV shows, you know, a series funny enough. Here's a fun connection to Mean Girls. Uh, I, I was on a show called Recovery Road on Freeform and uh, Danny Francesi was part of that show and we, were, we, we worked together for weeks um, making that show happen. And um, when he found out I was going to be playing Janice, he was like, I'm, I can't handle it. <laughs> um, it, was, it's just, it just feels full circle and it's he's such a wonderful human being. And I was like, to play a character that you got to, you know, be with and on, on film is like really, really cool. And um, when I posted, when I announced that it was gonna, that I was gonna go join the tour, when I was finally able to say that I was joining the tour, he, um, he posted some comment uh, that was absolutely iconic and hilarious where he was like, I can confirm she does go here. And I was like, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> He's just the best. And so it just feels, it feels very full circle. And it just felt, um, I had a lot of friends tell me, like, it just feels right. It feels right that you're there, that you're going from one thing to another. And um, I've just been really lucky in my career. Don't get me wrong, I've worked really hard. But, you know, it's a lot about being at the right place at the right time with the right amount of preparation. And, um, and when it's right for you, it's yours. And when it's not right for you, it isn't. And the amount, I mean, I can't tell you how many no's I've gotten, more, certainly more no's than yeses. Um, but the yes, it just makes the yeses so sweet and so delicious. And I'm just gonna bask in this yes ice cream for as long as I can, because <laughs> I'm just so grateful. And I know, I know that work does, does not always come back to back this way. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, and I, I know I stumbled across your TikTok when you announced that you were taking over the role and that you were leaving Alphaba. And, you know, I was like, oh my God, that's that's so amazing before I even knew I was going to be talking to you. So it's, it is going to be delightful to follow you along on your journey while you're on tour. Um, and I hope, you know, you can make some TikToks here at the Hanover Theater. I would not be opposed. <laughs> <laughs> we are super, super excited to have you join us here in Worcester. And again, for the listeners, I'm so excited there, for the listeners out there that are getting ready for Mean Girls and cannot wait to join us for this unforgettable experience. It is October 11th through 16th. Tickets are currently only available to Broadway subscribers, but they will be available to the public this fall. So keep an eye on our website, thehanovertheater.org. Theater spelled with an R-E. Or head to our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok. Now we just started our own TikTok channel. So um, give us a follow, head to our website, and just keep an eye out for those single tickets because I have a feeling these are going to go very fast. 
Do it. Get tickets. Yeah. <laughs> now, Lindsay, do you have any parting words for our audiences today? Thank you for supporting live theater and, and come come and enjoy this show with us because the whole point of us doing it is to give it away. It's to give it to an audience and um, the audience is just as much a character as we are. So come join us in the musical. Do you have a Janice-ism to close the show? <laughs> this is sort of a line, but like in the Janice voice, like just come have an amazing time with your amazing friends. <laughs> just come do that. And so like your awesome friends soaking up each other's awesomeness. Like just come do it, do that with us. That's what All I would right. say. You heard it here. So keep an eye on the <laughs> HanoverTheater.org or subscribe today. We have a really great Broadway season and we cannot wait to join you. So thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining us on Behind the Scenes and we will see you next week for another exciting episode. Thanks, Ashley. Thank you. Here's the way that that turns out. We always understand how to slap someone down.